Hey there, my fellow sovereigns. Before we dive into the episode today, I wanted to let you know on a dream come true that has happened. One of my visions when I first started Crown Yourself years ago was to support women in being able to have a done-for-you service to help them build their business. And this idea went through many iterations And it wasn't until I launched my program, Communication Queens, that I realized how I can do this for you. Over the past few years, guest podcasting has become a phenomenal resource of client generation and new customer generation, specifically with new customers. And if you've been in business for a while, you know that you are 20 to 30% likely to convert a new customer versus 60 to 70% more likely to convert a reoccurring customer. So getting those new customers in the door is essential for your business, but it's a lot harder to do. However, with guest podcasting, I have found it to be the easiest and most fun way to get new clients, new customers in the door, and it allows me to stand out in my zone of genius, sharing my story, serving, and selling. Guest podcasting has brought in over $110,000 in new business revenue in just the past year, Fast forward to today, Crown Yourself Enterprises has now launched our Communication Queens Agency. This is a done-for-you podcast guesting service. My queen team will be getting you booked on guest podcasts that are targeted for your niche and that are prime, prime targets for your ideal audience so that you too can bring in new clients and new customers into your business. This is perfect for service-based entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants who desire to make both the income and the impact that they deserve. Not only are we getting you booked on podcasts, but you will gain access to my signature strategy, my seven-step framework to get you profiting from guest podcasting. Our Communication Queen's guest podcasting agency is specifically focused and targeted on having you leverage these guest podcasting interviews so you save time and make more money being able to stand out in your zone of genius and do what you do best, which is leading with that mission, that purpose in your heart by sharing your story and serving and doing it in and doing it backed by a proven strategy that converts into new clients and customers for your business. So if this sounds like something that is totally up your alley, then click the link below and just book a discovery call and let's see how we can get you profiting from guest podcasting with our new Communication Queens guest podcasting agency. I am so excited to serve you at this new level. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. 
Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life. Body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to be here with you, supporting you as you rise into becoming the queen bee of your life, dismantling all those self-limiting bee leaves that could be blocking you from becoming your highest and best future self. And one of the self-limiting beliefs that I struggled with early on in my business career, in every business, mind you, um, and that I recently saw from the other side uh, was this fear of missing opportunities, FOMO. Like fear of missing out, I get that, but I I prefer actually calling it fear of missing opportunities because so often, especially for entrepreneurs, we have this like, ooh, shiny syndrome where it's like, oh, there's this new marketing tactic and then, then there's this strategy and then there's this coach who's saying this and then there's this coach who's saying that. And that's why I tell all my clients, I will never say anything that counters your subconscious success strategy. Like I can give you some brainstorming ideas, but I will never say what you should do or you shouldn't do, can do or can't do. You can do whatever the heck you want and you should do whatever the heck you want, but you don't even have to listen to that should, do you? You could do whatever I say. There's that should as well. So (laughs) we're just playing around with some shoulds and limiting beliefs today. And in that space, I was presented as I am up in my DMs on Instagram and the Facebooks with a opportunity for a last minute sale, this last minute CRM all in one platform, this whole thing, and it bells, whistles, da 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 da. And I was so excited for my friend who was sharing this with me because he had the courage to share it with me. Now, if you think my response is weird, I've worked on my response and said like heavily on the belief of people selling to me um, so that I project what I want to put out into the world and what I want to receive back into the world is like when I make sales offers, I want people to be delighted with the fact that, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you would think of me for this possible program or opportunity or to work together or whatever. So I shifted my internal dialogue early on about how I perceived being sold to. So I never get upset at anyone if they, you know, jump on me in the DMs and are like trying to sell me something. If it's like, if it's presented as a once in a lifetime opportunity, and if it's a friend or somebody that I've known or somebody that's in my community, um, I will always celebrate your courage because I know it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there and to reach out. Now, I'm not saying this so that everyone hits me up in the DMs. Let me just like be keenly and acutely aware with that. But I am saying this because I wanted to celebrate his courage for reaching out. And in the past, I probably 
years ago would have been like, oh my gosh, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Before this, the price will go up. And before this, you know, before this date, and the date was like the next day to make a very big change in a CRM platform, which is a customer relationship management platform, which we have here. And I've had the same one consistently for the past four years, and I haven't really wanted to change it. Um, There is a lot of intense work that goes into changing a CRM platform. And I calculated because I considered the offer. I said, you know, I appreciate the offer, checked in with my gut, not a right fit, uh, just simply because I didn't want to put in the work, to be honest, like to shift around a CRM or to do the research. Um, I'm very satisfied with the one that we had. And so I thanked him. I, I appreciated his courage. I commended him for his courage to reach out, his uh, bravery, his, I loved his enthusiasm about the product that he's now pitching and selling um, as an affiliate. And I was like, you know, rock on, dude. I'm so, I'm so excited for you to go after it and get it. Like, I know someone's going to see this as a huge opportunity and it's going to be a game changer for them. It's just not where I am in my business. Um, But looking at that, this fear of missing opportunities, I made some very rash, poor decisions early on in my business, um, especially in Crown Yourself, because that was when I was dealing for the first time with like serious imposter syndrome and doubt about my abilities as a business owner. I'd never had really big doubts about my career or doubts about my ability to run a business before. I'd always just been very audacious and very courageous and probably a bit naive, to be honest. Um, But at the same time, I would rush into a couple opportunities. I would rush into those opportunities because of fear. And fear is a great great motivator in many ways. I was just giving a talk uh, for a community that I'm a part of and about how fear can be like fear is not a bad thing. It's really good to be motivated to run away from a saber toothed tiger. It's really good to be motivated to have that fear to like that those feelings, those biological fear based responses to go run and go get that ball in a soccer game, like your life depended on it to kick it into the goal. Like those are all short term fear based, really great space to make choices. Where it's not the best choice is these longer term decisions. And whenever fear is present, your brain cannot tell the difference between fear and excitement. And so I like to make sure I always check in now, whenever I am considering a decision or an opportunity that may feel like a bit of a stretch, I check in with my body first, like, where do I feel excited about this? Because your brain will tell you all sorts of different stories, but your body won't lie. Your body will be crystal clear. And so that scarcity mindset, making a decision from fear, it will either give you what you want more often I've noticed is that it gives you the lesson that you need. So to give you an example, early on in my business, uh, I was presented with an opportunity for a $20,000 training program. Um, This was an elite training program. And I had taken the mini part of it. And I got a really solid grasp on it. 
And I thought, you know, like, this seems like a really good opportunity. And Spike and I would be doing it together. And, and at the same time, there was something in my gut that was like, you know, I, I don't really want to go out and train this training program solely. Like, that's not my thing. I have my own company and that's, I, I always want tools to be a part of it. And I will always give credit to the tools that I use. But I don't, I don't know if I really want to do just like be a representative for this training program. I communicated with Spike and he was really gung-ho about it. And I wanted to support him and, you know, be in alignment with that and be in alignment with my husband. I love having him involved in my business. If you're one of my private clients, you have the blessing of being coached in voice and in relationship sales dynamics with my husband. He's amazing at relationships and communication and voice and the power of your voice. Um, and so I said, you know, okay, let's let's lean in and do this. And we did. And it proved to be about a year of challenge, of additional challenge in the business just because it was on a credit card. And not that I have any problem with putting things on credit cards, but that was a lot of money to put on a credit card. And it felt like this constant worry of, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay this off? This isn't paying off yet. This isn't making the money back that we expected it to. And so basically, we ended up turning it into eh, about a $20,000 learning lesson. Um, We did make some profit from it, but not enough, not really so much to recoup our costs. Um, But it is, you know, it's a tool that I use that I'm, it's one of the many tools that I have in, in my business that I use with my clients. And it's a great tool. And it's a great, I was so glad that I was trained on it. And Spike and I are always such knowledge hungry people like we are so in alignment with our continuous quest for kaizen and growth and knowledge that we leaned into it and what just wanted the additional knowledge we wanted to know more and we found out that the training program really wasn't what we expected it to be and we actually learned pretty much all of it in the mini training program um and we were very disappointed and there was about a year of resentment, of doubt, of frustration, of all of these, you know, funky, energetic stuff going on around it. And what it taught me, though, my $20,000 lesson, was where to make decisions from. Like really checking in with the body of like, is my brain saying that this is a logical, good choice? But what is my body saying? What is my highest self saying? But this fear of missing an opportunity feels so real. It feels like, oh my gosh, this is the last thing that's, you know, this is the last opportunity. This is the last relationship. This is the last person. This is the last trainer. This is the last coach. This is like the only, whenever you think that something is the right good, best, only, careful of that one, um, way, that is when you get locked into a fixed mindset and fixed on, and that can be the voice of the ego coming in, sharing uh, the perspective to keep you safe. That's because that's what our ego loves to do. Our ego loves to come in and share a perspective to keep us safe. 
And because you either get what you want or you get the lesson you needed, when I realized that that was going to be a $20,000 lesson, I looked at what was it that I needed to learn from that experience. And I thought I had been acting like my future self. And let me know if you've ever experienced this as well, because I I know in the manifestation world and the mindset world, um, there is very much that there there is the piece of manifestation of acting as if. Now, a lot of people will go and act as if and go spend on something that they don't have the money for, or they will go buy something, or they'll go to like the Gucci and try on a purse or something. And so some of those things are good. They can be powerful uh, powerful reminders and triggers to the goals that you are working toward and reminding yourself that it's already yours. I did this in uh, Australia. I manifested everything I wanted for the most part except for our three-bedroom, two-bath apartment, which I was so glad that I didn't manifest it because like the week before we left, I found out that the building that I wanted to move into after our lease was up was this really beautiful building. My mentor had lived there, but the fire alarm went off every single day. And I was so grateful because I did have the fire alarm go off at probably once a month in our building. Um, but every day, like that would have triggered my children and not been good for anyone. Um, if if it had wakened Colton up from a nap, that more than twice, I would have been done. So I was so blessed that I didn't get what I thought I wanted because I know it's this or something better. And what was better was I got to go home back to LA with my family. And now being here, being able to bring all the pieces of all the family members of uh, my family who died um, in this past year, bring all those pieces together, sort out those loose ends, and then move from a very different place um, energetically, not necessarily, <laughs> I'm still moving from LA, but moving from a very different place energetically. So I'm very glad I didn't get what I wanted in that opportunity. And looking back, it's like, the universe always wants to support you. The universe will always support your free will and your ability to make a decision. And your choice is so powerful. And when I like to think of the universe as you see all the possibilities that are available to you, like the universe sees all the possibilities that are available to you. And you can choose whatever choice that you choose to make, aligned or in fear. And if you choose fear, then the universe goes, okay, like here are the other choices now. Like it's kind of like that choose your own mystery book. It's like you know, the story can go one way, the story can go another way. I've generally found that when you choose a choice out of fear, whether it's a fear of missing an opportunity, a fear of um, I'm never going to have this opportunity again, a fear of this X, Y, and Z happening, um, when you choose a choice out of fear, generally, it takes a little longer to learn the lesson. Are you wanting to claim your queen bee power? To build your empire, your authentic empire where you get to stand out fearlessly and create powerful, meaningful experiences for your customers, for your team, 
and for your family who you get to support with your business? Well, if this is you, then definitely, then you are going to want to get in on a 90-minute high-performance acceleration consult with me. We will work together one-on-one to uncover your queen bee leadership strategies, your deep subconscious success strategies, and uncover the self-limiting beliefs that may be holding you back from really claiming your power and fulfilling your full potential. Space is limited for these calls. It is a one-on-one experience with me where you will get to test drive the proverbial coaching car. So if you are wanting to get unstuck from the current way you've been doing your business, or if you are done with the overwhelm that has been plaguing you, if you are looking to have breakthroughs, ahas, and to go to that next level and have a clear profit plan to get to that next level successfully so that you start making the income and the impact that you deserve, then click the link in the description to jump in on a Queen Bee High Performance Acceleration Consult. I cannot wait to work with you one-on-one. And so just to bring us back to that acting as if, Acting as if your future, you are your future self is understanding actually how your future self makes decisions. We did a Queen TV video of why you should fire your present day self, basically. And that video shows exactly why when you think you're making a decision for your future self, but you're making it out of fear, you're actually making it from your present day self because you're making that decision from your present day circumstances and from your present day fears. And for example, I look back on that $20,000 decision and my future self now as a business owner, like who I am now, who I've become in the three years since we made that decision, um, three, how many? Four, four years, four years. Uh, in the four years, I'm like, oh, I became exactly who I wanted to become. And I manifested a ton of what I wanted to manifest. There's always more. And I look back on if I had been, pre- if I was presented with that opportunity today, I would take the mini class, the workshop, I would learn what I learned, and I would truly ask my gut and feel complete in what I learned and not need to spend $20,000. Now, could that be hindsight speaking? Possibly. But I look at if I was presented with a $20,000 opportunity to have some extra training or coaching program, it depends on what it is. I'm always open to investing in myself and only if it's aligned. So if it didn't feel aligned, if it felt like I was going to go off and sell somebody else's training program, that would not be an aligned decision for me. That would be a hard no because... Back then, I was operating from the belief, a little bit less of the belief than when I first started my business, but still a little bit of it, that I needed other people's processes and programs to be the thing that could sell because I still didn't trust the my own processes and programs that I was creating and had created. And it came down again to trust. So how do you learn to trust yourself so that you're not making a decision out of fear. Even if it seems like a great decision, making a decision out of the fear of missing an opportunity, the fear of missing out, the fear of scarcity, that is still making a decision from the intention of fear, 
versus making a decision from the intention of love, service, expansion, contribution. So I know now that when I invest in myself, that anything that I invest in, I will contribute back into my community, my clients, my students, my readers, my listeners, like I will use those tools to some degree and will transform them into something that will be of contribution and service to someone else. And that is the big shift in my own decision-making process. When you are faced with a decision where you're feeling that fear of missing out, that fear of missing an opportunity, tune into your gut. Ask yourself, are you making this choice out of fear and scarcity? Are you rushing into it? Like I know as marketers and in business, there are some scarcity tactics used. Like scarcity is a a big thing that does need to be had to create urgency. It, I don't, I'm not going to say it needs to be had, but it does, you know, it, it does happen. So for example, scarcity can just be a deadline. It can be a deadline that, you know, cart closes after this period. And it doesn't have to be this, you only have buy now, one last day, price will go up, etc. I don't believe in hardcore scarcity selling tactics at all. Um, they don't work on me. They, I don't like them. They make me feel icky. I don't like, I don't like the feeling, so I don't do them in my business. If you come on a high performance consult with me, I always give my high performance consults seven days to make their decision. Even if they want to make the decision that day, and they're like, "Yes, I'm totally 100% for it." If they're not fully into it, like I will say, if they're, if they, even if they say that they're totally for it, I'll tell them like, wait a day, you have seven days, your spot is reserved, you're total like you can take your time with this decision, discuss it with your husband, you have seven days. So there's there is a deadline, there is some scarcity, because yes, I do get booked. And there's only so many private clients that I can take on at a time. At the same time, it's not this high pressure scarcity. So I I wanted to remove that for my own clients. And so when you are making a decision, for example, if it's a decision to work with me or if it's a decision to work with another coach or if it's a decision to, you know, buy a program or try something new, are you making it for your highest and best good? Are you making it for the ability to grow and for the ability to contribute to others, for the ability to serve on a higher level? If yes, then then you're golden. Like that's a great then lean in. If and then thirdly, uh, what would your future self do? And like I said in the example of the future self, so often we will do the thing that we think our future self would do. Like I thought uh, my brain, my silly brain, tricked me kind of, um, I bought into the idea that my future self would have no problem dropping 20 grand on a training program. And yet, and yet, that's actually looking back, my future self as who I am now, I would have no problem dropping 20 grand on a training program. I also wouldn't drop 20 grand on a training program that I didn't think was in my highest alignment for where I wanted to go. 
because in specific, that training program was to train you how to teach and do and market their one thing versus incorporating it into your own thing. And I'm more of a incorporation, not like I'm going to go out and teach something totally separate than something that I've created. Um, so looking at that, what would your future self do? How would your future self make that decision? Would would she actually be more discerning? Would she save her money? Would she not invest? Like I remember when I first inve- invested, to, cir- to circle back on our CRM system, our CRM, I invested in a higher ticket CRM system that is used by professionals back in 2015 maybe early 2016. That was back when my business was making no money. And I thought I'm going to act as my future self does and invest in this fancy CRM with a list of 300 people. And I wanted to act as my future self. The problem was, is I wasn't actually acting on doing the sales parts that my future self does on a regular basis. And so I was acting or as I like to say in relationships, playing house versus actually being married to my business. I was, you know, pretending to be a business owner back then, but I really was not operating as one. And so I was acting as my future self. Yes, we still have the C- same CRM. Yes, it's I still love it. Yes, it's actually being used as it, and has multiple sales funnels and whatnot. But I had to go through that learning curve of looking at what really does my, like now I would probably be more discerning as a business owner. Like I looked at cheaper, easier CRM systems that are in alignment with our profit first model that I follow as a CEO of my business. And I haven't found one that really fits our needs so much. So I've just decided to stick with the one that we have because it works really well. And I'm not in a position where I really want to change or invest the time, money, and effort in training my team on changing an entire CRM. So I'm, and I'm okay with that decision. I'm okay with that decision 100%. And when my gut says to shift, when my gut says, oh, here's another platform, another product, another service that could actually benefit even better, then I will consider it. No longer do I struggle with that fear of missing an opportunity or fear of missing out because I am cultivating and have cultivated that deep trust that if it's meant for me, it'll be for me. And to give you one last example, when I was in Australia, there was this beautiful diamond ring that I really wanted. And I said that if I hit a certain income goal that I would get it. And I did, but I wanted to put that income toward different priorities. And I looked at that ring and I was like, ah, I could, I could have gotten it. I know I could have. I made everything else happen. Why didn't I manifest this one? And there was that little bit of fear of op- missing out on that opportunity to buy that beautiful ring that was like two blocks down where we pass by on the beach every day. And then I went on to their online store and I saw that ring 
times like a thousand like and I don't mean price wise I mean there was that ring but then they did something else on another type of that ring and it just expanded it and made it even more gorgeous and I said oh I didn't manifest it because the universe was holding out for me to manifest this one okay great thank you universe for watching my back so that I didn't invest in something that I would not regret later but look at and be like, oh, I could have gotten something better. Like, I really love this new ring that I saw that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's even better than what the one that I thought I wanted. So trusting in that belief that if it's not this, it's something better. Because that belief will serve you so far, so long. And if something does feel aligned, if something does feel like it is leaning into who you are desiring to create yourself to be, then go for it. Go for it. Tune into your gut. Make that decision from a place of for your highest and best good and the highest and best good of everyone around you and for the highest and best good of your ability to serve and contribute on a whole new level. And that is how you start acting and making decisions as your future self. If this episode served you, if you love this episode, then definitely take a screenshot of it and share it in your Insta stories or Facebook stories and tag me in it at Crown Yourself Now and at Kimberly.Spencer because I love seeing your breakthroughs, takeaways, ahas, wins, and celebrations from the learnings that you have had and the beliefs that you have shifted from the princess and the bee. And as always, own your throne, mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.